Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach, psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the facets of a magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back. I'm back with Amy Stein. We were having a delightful conversation talking about quieting the external and internal noise, allowing us to reawaken to our body's messages for healing. The body is a vehicle for the soul and supporting the soul's growth and development. And we need to be able to be attuned to what our body and the healing process and what the things it needs in order for that body and our body to be a worthy vehicle for our soul. So this is part two, and we're here to talk about how the body can at times become numb or we don't listen to it, or we will sometimes not even hear or recognize the body and what it's needing. And so if you have felt something and you're not sure what it means, well, it's similar to what happens with the soul. That the soul, you don't know what it means, so you just go and move forward. And we end up, for the soul, it becomes invisible. So we don't recognize it, we don't pay attention to it. And so that noise that is going internally and externally may become louder and really snuff out the voice of the soul. And create some confusion. And even at a societal level, why there is so much disconnection and confusion? Because we haven't taken the time to listen, be heard, as Amy said in the first segment, that we all will need to learn to get more in tune with because we live in such a busy society and many things that act as distractions that inadvertently have an impact, not just on our body, but on our soul as well. I would like to Amy to continue to pick up from where we left off in our conversation and talking more about needing to have greater attunement to what's taking place in our body. In this segment, how do we come more into an attunement and listening and how energetic medicine helps us in that process? You practice it naturally, energy medicine, in some ways, if you're attuned to when you need to go to sleep, what type of nutrition that you do need, that you can be able to clearly distinguish between what is junk that the body's taking in and what is the natural elements that the body really needs to take in. It's like a dog, when a dog is sick, it knows what it needs and it will go eat dirt. But we're saying, oh no, you shouldn't be eating dirt and you pull the dog away, but it's t- using that dirt to help itself to heal. (laughs) Right. And the thing is, is so animals have, they respect the innate intelligence. You know, even with trauma, if you want, if my dog gets, she chases the groundhog, 
to keep it out of the garden. But if she corners the groundhog, she gets a little nervous because that thing's hissing at her and has nails and talons, right? So when I pull her away or she gets away, she'll shake it off. That's her body's way of processing it because we all have that in the mammal kingdom. The body's designed to heal and to process. We get in the way of that as humans. We let our minds say, oh, no, you don't need to deal with that. It's over now. It's fine. It doesn't get processed. It becomes stuck energy in the body. Where the dog, the animals in the wild, the cats, they all know how to do that. It's just they don't question it. They just do it because that's right. what they know to do, right? They know to eat the grass or the, the mud because there's microbes in it. There's positive bacteria. They're going to make them throw up. They're going to feel better. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they don't get stuck in that disconnection with the mind and the body. They're connected all the time and they're grounded all the time because they're always barefoot on the ground, right? So they're very mm-hmm. connected. Like friends of mine who ride horses, they're very grounded people. Because they are so grounded from being on that majestic animal all the time that that life doesn't affect them the same way, the people that don't ride horses. So Mm -hmm. it's being, again, it's bringing back that connection to the mind, body, and spirit, but also to Mother Earth. And that there's so much wisdom there that if you stop to look around and appreciate what exists, rather than choosing to abuse it and pollute it and disconnect from it, You'll be surprised, amazed at the changes that will happen in your own life, right? Like if you visually step away from the screen, you go outside, you take five deep breaths, you you listen to the birds, you see the trees that are budding out, you see the daffodils popping up, like an amazement, right? Expressing gratitude, gratitude mm-hmm. for the body, for all the processes it runs without you having to tell it to do it. Mm-hmm. It just does it automatically, you know, it's, but it's struggling. Like we're all struggling. We live in this very toxic world. The body was not designed to handle as many toxins as we're currently exposed to. And the electronics and technology poses a whole nother level of toxins. And yes. so even if you're not highly sensitive and you don't have the trait like I do that 20 to 30% of the population has, I can guarantee your body is feeling it. You're just not attuned to it, but you're, you can become attuned to it. It takes, it takes practice and it takes, again, dialoguing with the body and feeling what what the body is trying to tell you. And so even if it's talking a different language, there are ways that you can reconnect back to the body that are free, that are natural, that you don't have to go to someone else to do. Like you can just take, like I said, do some breath work. You can do some movement. You can dance, you can swim, you can go into a bathtub, a shower. I get a lot of ideas when I'm in water. You can journal, you know, you you can Sing. do yoga. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do on your own whenever it feels good to you, whenever you feel called to do it, right? Like any sort of movement to just allow the energy to be processed. If you get into your almost getting a car accident, pull over the side of the road, allow your body to shake, allow your body to process, allow the emotions to come through. We're taught to hold everything in and it actually creates more problems. And I invite you that the next time something comes up, it will it will be today, I guarantee you, you will be triggered by something because you're human to just sit with it and be curious about it rather than pushing it down and trying to numb out. I invite you to try to practice. I don't know how, but I'm willing to try. What is this trying to tell me? Why am I feeling this way? What is really going on here? Like, what is the underlying message here? What is the value of this experience, right? So the value of the experience of me having chaos this morning was, I'm not going to do anything the rest of today. My body's like, we're done. 
this is too much for today. You need to take a break after your commitments. Like enough is enough. And I'm going to honor that because I know that anything I'll try to do after will just be not good. It won't go, it won't go right. And so I've noticed that every time I try to override my body's messages with my mind, my day does not go so well. It just does not work out so well because the, the wisdom of my body is so much bigger than the wisdom of my mind because the heart coherence, you know, they talk about this heart math. I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. talked about this before, but the heart coherence is so much bigger. The energy field of the heart is so Mm -hmm. much bigger than the energy field of the brain. But again, we give the brain more credence. Correct. But yes. The brain is tired. Give it a break. It's tired. Just well, give yourself and, a break. And we don't we don't really think about the fact that the brain is supposed to actually be a a mechanism for the soul expression and not to be all and be all. And the brain through the ego persona um is thinking that's where we need to be, is materialistically focused. And we can cognitively or logically think about things, but we're not realizing that when that intuition does come up, which is kind of a quality of the soul, when it's bringing up, the intuition is actually right. It's like driving on a, on a road and it's telling you go right. And you say, no, I'm going to stay on the highway, but go off because it urges you to go off the highway. And then you realize because you stayed on the highway, it's a bad accident. It's three hours. <laughs> yeah, you're waiting in traffic to somewhere you need to be an hour ago. There is, you know, all that you're talking about is really fabulous. And yes, heart math is another place that you can go online. I think you've, it sounds like you've taken some of their courses and I've taken their course as well in terms of heart coherency. And that's a wonderful thing to be aware of, to have that tune in and that on the saying, it ties right into healing medicine and <laughs> the energetic medicine that happens when you're in more in coherence with oneself. The other thing I wanted to make a mention of that you said that really is run on target that ties into the soul is obedience, mm-hmm. being obedient to what you need and when you need it. And that obedience is actually the quality of the soul wants you to be. And that's why it's prompting you saying, ah, please do this, because the more obedient we are, the more attunement we have, the more attunement we have, the more connection we become and have with our higher self, the I am presence, the God source, the creator, whatever one wishes, mother nature, whatever one wishes to call that becomes really important for our own soul evolution and growth and advancement. Otherwise, we continue to be just disconnected and not happy and feeling fragmented because you know what? If you're living in this world, you've got to anchor into something greater than yourself, because otherwise it's going to let you blow to the right, blow to the left, up and down and all around. <laughs> and Like the leaf, you want to be the roots of that tree and not the leaf. Absolutely. And to me, it's more about respecting, right? Respecting what my body needs. So I'm kind of regimented with what you know, if people, if I told people exactly what I did every day, that's really regimented, but that's what my body needs for me to be able to do what I do. So in order for me to hold space for other people, in order for me to tell my story and give these interviews, there's a regimen and a routine that I need to follow. And so there's nothing wrong with that. You got to do what's best for you. Like you need to stop taking the yellow brick road that everyone else takes. Like I'm like, it's okay to get off the yellow brick road. It's okay to choose what path is best for you. And of course, you're not going to know it right away. Like, you know, I can speak here and Dr. Judith, we've been doing this for years, right? Like it took me, I'm, I'm in year 12 or 13 of this journey. 
And I will be in it until the day I leave this physical body because this is what my soul signed up for, right? Like, so I hate to break it to you. You all pick this, <laughs> you know, like it's taking responsibility for the choices that your soul made. Like there was lessons that you signed up to learn on this journey. Exactly. And as much as that's a hard pack to swallow sometimes, like, oh, I chose this, you know, trauma for me. I chose this physical ailments for myself. If you can, again, be curious and look at what, what could be right about this? What could I be learning? How can I, how can I change my perspective? How could I advance my knowledge on this? How can I grow as a soul, mm-hmm. as a person so that mm-hmm. I can then share my message with other people and let them know they're not alone. Let them know that I see them and I hear them and I believe them. We all go through something, right? Like you don't get out of life unscathed. Everyone experiences something. I remember Robin Roberts, when she was first dealing with cancer, she, she was something like, you know, we all, we all have something. We all go through something. We all have something. And it's accepting that. Like we all have something to deal with, right? Like you don't know what people are dealing with until they tell you. So their life may appear a certain way on the outside. Like it looked like I had everything. I had a house. I had a husband. I had a great job. But I was not happy. And I was physically very, very sick. But it looks like I had everything. But I didn't because I was not connected to my to my needs, to my body's needs, to my spirit's needs, to my emotional, energetic needs. So we want to think that this is easy. And I'm here to tell you, unfortunately, it's not. The healing is really hard. And, and uncovering your soul's purpose can be hard too. Reconnecting back to yourself can be hard too. But it is really worthwhile. And it and I would totally go through my experience all over again because I like the person that I am today much more than the person I was 12 years ago. And I can live comfortably in my own skin now as a 40-year-old woman than I could as a 25-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. Very good point. You know, sometimes we want to repeat something or because we, don't, we didn't think we did it right. But when we look at life as the experiences that we're given, Within every, in any type of dark cloud, there's a silver lining. There's a gold lining. And what you've been saying is, look for the silver and the gold. What is it trying to teach you? Be curious. Ask the questions. And this is what the soul is asking you to be able to do too. So that when you have that curiosity, you're learning. And what you're learning enhances your soul development and advancement. And so we don't want to go back. We want to continue to move forward in life and the joy of life and even those difficult parts where can you find the joy Mm -hmm. where can you find the laughter Uh, where can you laugh at yourself sometimes when things happen to you it's like "Hmm." you know Um, and so you can feel that life is abundantly rich and the things that you're experiencing and what you're going through any last comments or thoughts to what we've been talking about here Yeah, I just want to say that it's really important to take small steps, right? And whatever that might look like for you, what the next right small step is, and to celebrate those small wins, because even in the moment, we're taught not to do that, to look to the next step, to look to the next thing we need to do. But it's really important in this journey to really celebrate those small wins and to take those small steps, to not overwhelm yourself, to not think like, oh, I can't do this. It's too hard, right? And and to wonder, I don't know how, but I'm willing to try. To not worry about the how so much. We're so consumed with worrying about the how, right? Just take the first small step. Just be willing to try. 
however that looks like for you, it, you know, it looks different for all of us. How true. It's inch by inch. It's a cinch. <laughs> so the, the more that we're willing to take the small steps with the soul in mind, I would add, mm-hmm. the more that it does become more enriching. And then the more that you continue to grow. And so where you were, as you were saying, at 25, it's an entirely different place now that you're in 40. Totally different person, but so whatever. But you wouldn't, you don't know that. So there's some faith. You walk by faith, not by sight, knowing that that's going to move you in the right direction. For those who are seekers, for those who are on a spiritual path, they realize that God doesn't send us anything that we can't handle. It may feel like the time we can't handle it, and we certainly may not like it, but how can we take a step back? And because I've heard that theme that you're saying, Amy, that's run on target. Be curious. Ask the Mm -hmm. question. Allow yourself to feel the pain or experience the difficulty that you're going through, but don't stay there. Now it's 10 months later and you're still there. No, the soul wants you to pick up and continue to move forward, learning, taking that learning with it as you're moving forward. I was just going to say, it's important to remember, you know, be in the moment now. Like people talk about that. What does that mean? It's feeling my feet on the floor. It's having this conversation with Dr. Judith, right? It's not thinking five steps ahead to what I have to do this afternoon. You know, the laundry, the cooking. It's not doing that because the future is still not there. And the past is over. You only have the now. And so when, we, when we're stuck in the past, we have more depression, more ruminations. And when we're stuck in the future, it's, it's more anxiety. There's more, you know, and so it's not, it doesn't feel good. But if you can bring yourself back to the present moment, taking a deep breath, feeling my feet on the floor, having this conversation, right? Just a feeling what that feels like in that present moment it seems a lot less overwhelming than when I think of the 75 things in my to-do list, right? There's always going to be a to-do list in, in life exactly. and in healing and in soul finding journey. Like it is always going to be there, but it's not, the point is not to be occupied with that. It's the, it's the staying in the now. And what is the next small step I can take knowing that the path is still not, not created and it can always change. And that's Okay change is not bad it's okay that it can change that's that's the only constant in life and with with that what you're saying is being fully present and when you're talking about that and feeling yourself on the chair or you're feeling yourself walking and the kind of the buddhist meditative walking and that, that awareness is what you're also saying is it allows you not to get overwhelmed yeah. you know not to get overwhelmed by all these things that you have to do and when you need to do it in the future and think about being overwhelmed by the past and what you did and what you wish you did better it's like no so amy yes you know it's like how do we help people to stay fully present and enjoy the now because our society pushes us so much into the future you got to get this and what about that and don't you need to prepare for this and it's like I can get prepared when I need to, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming to me to do so. Right. And that's quieting the noise, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's the internal voice of all the shitting you should do, the expectations, the judgments, or that's someone else telling you what it's supposed to look like. You know, my journey is different than Dr. Drew's journey has been, and it's going to be different than your journey will be. And that's okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to look a certain way. And so the more you can get comfortable with, Honoring your own inner knowing, your own inner voice, your own soul's purpose, rather than what someone else is telling you what to do or what it's supposed to look like, the easier the journey will feel because you'll be, you will no longer be cognitive dissonance, right? You'll no longer be disconnected. You'll be aligned with your soul's purpose. 
you'll be aligned with the, the path that you sign up for to journey on. Yes. And part of that alignment is, is having the wonder of being wonderfully made and knowing that you don't have to know it all. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, you do your best and the higher force, be it mother nature or be it God or creator, I am presence, they help and serve and help you to do the rest. But we've got to begin somewhere in that mm -hmm. quality of being aware of the internal and external noises that are going on. How do we quiet them so we can be more fully present? How may they reach out to you if they wanted to reach out to you, Amy? So I've included an ebook. We've touched on some of the things in the ebook about five ways for total body healing, whole body healing. And they're really easy tips that you can do anywhere, anytime. They're free. You don't have anyone that you need to call to do it. They can also go to my website, mindbodyspiritbreath.com, and they can check out what that looks like when I work one-on-one -on -one with people. And, and if it's a good fit, you know, we can have a chat and see if my approach resonates with what they want to do right now. Mm -hmm. And their next steps and their soul okay. evolution and growth into exactly. it as well. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And I, I enjoyed the opportunity to have this conversation with you. Thank you. Well, Seekers, bye for now. Again, this is Amy Stein, and she's giving you her information below as well to get in contact with her if you would like to do so. Have a great rest of your day or evening or morning or wherever you may be. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Master in Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.